Welcome to the Triage Thoughts Podcast. I am Gary McGowan and I'm here with Paddy Farrell. This week we're going to be talking about the most important topic we've probably ever talked about. But before we get there, Paddy, how are you this week? I am positively fantastic. But I do want to say to everyone that we are actually recording this on the same day as the last one because we're not wearing the same clothes we don't look yeah. the same you know just because people do that shit they look at it on their like laptop or whatever and they're like oh my god these guys do they ever wash their clothes they why are they wearing the same thing you know does patty ever shave i don't um so stuff like that you know so we are recording these on the same day and that is purely because i'm going to be away for three weeks something like that, um, traveling. So we're banking a few podcasts so that we don't get interrupted. I know when Gary goes away, we generally do get interrupted because he just doesn't prioritize and execute or plan ahead effectively at all. But I don't like to roll that way. So, But yes, Gary, I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Yeah. We're also planning for me going away at the same time. Don't so we always plan for when I'm going away. <laughs> But anyway, Gary, what, what are we actually talking about today? We're talking about the central philosophy of triage, i.e. the too easy mindset. You know, that I think that's an important topic. We say it at the end of every podcast. We say it on Instagram all the time. We say it on Facebook. We say it on YouTube. And people are probably like, you know, what's this whole too easy thing? You know, is, is it actually too easy or is it all a, a lie? Is it satire? I don't know. So... Is it too easy? Yeah, see, it is a concept, right? And it is one that takes time to fully appreciate because some things are, in fact, too hard, right? And <laughs> the, the philosophy, if you don't fully grasp it, would then lead you to think that it is satire that we're saying, like, you'll be doing a hard topic or a hard issue or whatever, folk, and you'd be like, it is, in fact, too easy. And you're like, reading that, you're kind of like, what, what do they actually mean when they say it's too easy, right? And I, essentially, it's a state of mind. And we're not trying to get all wishy-washy, esoteric on you guys now, but that's essentially what it is. It is a too easy mentality. It's a frame of mind. It's a thought process. It's a, a guiding process in terms of how you view life, right? And essentially, you could view it as, well, I like to think of it as an extension of Stoic philosophy and um, mm-hmm. because i think stoicism can often lead to nihilism where you're like oh yeah just nothing matters and i'm like well stuff does kind of matter uh, <laughs> and but it is a mentality where essentially you don't let the outside world affect your inside world you still whether the issue at hand is something that is incredibly hard, difficult, challenging, whatever, that doesn't fade you or doesn't throw you off the ultimate path that you're trying to follow. You still have the mentality that this thing that you are approaching is too easy. Like, it's too easy to accomplish this task, you know? Like, if you were doing maths problems and you were flying through them, you would think it's too easy, right? And you just have that approach where you're just building that momentum. Whereas if you came up against a challenging math problem and you're like, this, this is challenging, right? You can either have the approach that, oh, no, this is actually too easy. I'm just going to keep hammering away at this. Maybe it takes me three, four, five, eight, 200 times, but I'm going to keep challenging or I'm going to keep challenging myself and I'm eventually going to progress past this. But I'm going to keep that mentality that, yeah, it's too easy. It's just... I just need to work harder at this, or I just need to continue pushing at this. And I'm not going to let it into, or I'm not going to let this defeatist mindset get into my life. I'm not going to let this problem become too hard for me. Right. Or you realize that this issue is too hard for you, but you don't let that affect your too easy mentality. And you just look to engage with individuals or other people or whatever that can help make or can help you make the issue too easy right so that's kind of the, the starting point of this this whole discussion so it's a it's a frame of mind it's a mentality that 
everything you encounter in life is too easy. Like it's, it's just a given that if you put the work in, if you work hard, things are going to be too easy. It also is a belief system where the power is always in your hands, right? So you never, never let thoughts come into your head that take the power out of your hands. You never blame someone else. And I know like we always do it on the podcast where I'm like, oh, it's Gary's fault that we do this. That's obviously in jest, you know? Like you, you are never taking the power out of your hands. If something happens to you or something occurs in your environment, like as we discussed in the last podcast, like it is your responsibility to ultimately deal with what's presented to you in your life. Again, this may not be your fault. It may not be your fault that X, Y, and Z issue happened to you, but it is your responsibility to play the cards you were dealt. So did you find anything to add there, Gary? Yeah, I suppose like from the, from the outside, like the impression I've gotten from some people, because there have been a handful of people who have found the whole, like anytime I say too easy, they think it's, they think it's just like, oh, you're just being cocky and condescending. Whereas it's actually, it's never, it's never retrospective. Like it's, it's almost always perspective in that, like thinking, saying like, oh, it's too easy or having that perspective, having that mindset is always about something that is coming in the future. Something that, uh, something at the face of it, like, and a if you were to assess it objectively, it's going to be pretty hard. You know, this is a challenging thing that's coming up. But the, the, how you approach that is by saying, you know, it's too easy. And then you allow your behaviors to then follow that path. Because that, that, that is the key point. Because you're actually far, far, far better off to overshoot and fail than to just not ever try anything. You know, because if you're that person who, you know, uh, they, you push the bar a little bit too far, like you always aim a bit further than you, you're probably capable of, but you get 75% of the way, you're always moving forward to some degree and you're always making steps rather than being that person who's sheltered and you're, and you're just like, oh, I wouldn't be able for that. That's too difficult. Or, you know, I'm not, I'm not that type of person. Um, and and a, good ex- a good example of this that, that sort of manifested for me personally recently, um, and not to say this was any like massive feat or anything, but when I was in, when I was in fourth year, in, in final year physio like that for me like that was the time that I decided that I was going to go ahead and study study medicine and um, in the year ahead so it was actually a, a really late decision and obviously you have to do like the, the entry exam for medicine and stuff and I was just a few months away from it and I was reading all these stories like everyone I had spoken to they were like oh you know most people do it like twice if not three times and my dad you know had this story from a guy that he knew who did it three times and he still didn't get in there's all these stories online about people preparing for like six hours a day for 12 months straight and all this stuff for the exam but like for me like that's not helpful information like how is that going to to get me anywhere like if if if, some people might take that on board and they're going to think oh yeah it's not for me you know i'll 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 do the game set next year i'll give myself a year to prepare let's let's not go ahead with it but 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 I, I went into it with, firstly, the willingness to fail. Like, you always have to have some sort of willingness to fail, that, that, that that's, that's an option. And you go in with, it with that, 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 that mindset of, no, actually, this, this is going to be too easy. And then as you're saying that to yourself, you begin to map out the path rather than blocking yourself from ever getting onto the path. So obviously, like, that was a positive outcome for me. I did well in the gaps. I got into medicine, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that wouldn't have happened. That would never have happened if I had... Like one, listen to all the stories that I read online, you know, of people suggesting that you do it a couple of times, that your first go is just a trial go. And I never would have engaged in the behaviors that actually got me to the point of doing well on the exam. So like that's relevant, not just to studying, it's relevant to, you know, an, an interview. Like I know loads of people who are afraid to go to, to, to go for job interviews because they think it's beyond them, you know, and that's, that's the worst mindset to have because at the worst case scenario, you get another interview under your belt and that's experience for you then going forward. You know, so you always need to have that mindset. And, and the other thing about it is that like, this isn't just a, a wishy-washy thing like you said at the start. You know, in, in so many different like, bodies of research, whether it be in relation to pain outcomes, you know, performance, uh, general healthcare outcomes, people who are successful, etc., you see this sort of mindset are the, these these character traits or psychological traits crop up all of the time 
with different names. You know, in, in healthcare, we often say, oh, people who have high levels of self-efficacy. Right? That's essentially like a fancier way of saying like they believe that they can do it. They believe that they can do things for themselves. They feel like they're in control. And we're essentially taking that into a smaller little soundbite and saying, you know, it's too easy. Yeah, like I always think of it when you look at, like you were saying, looking at the research, like there are, like we've talked about important outliers in everything, right? Mm. But like say psychology, for, for example, like psychology, like I personally think they, they focus on the wrong subsection of people most of the time, right? First of all, there's obviously a, a huge selection bias in psychology for the people that they, they do studies on. There's actually a term for it. Like I was trying to think of it there. I can't remember what it is. Um, like there's an acronym for it. It's like, they're all, basically it's all like Western white women, folks, whatever the fuck it is. I can't remember the acronym. Well, basically, there that's who psychology studies, right? Well, so first of all, we always ha- we're always going to have that that bias inherent in that system. But I always look at it in terms of like you see even like let's say mice or rat studies. There's there's outliers, people that completely book the trend, and they do stuff like you know they'll put mm, rats in water and they'll see how long it takes them to drown, essentially, like how long they'll swim for before they drown under different like psychological stressors they also do it with like nutritional supplements and stuff like that like they'll give them like i don't know fucking sodium bicarbonate or something and see how long it takes them to fucking drown like basically to look at endurance and how it affects you and whatever and but they look at it and like every so often you'll just get this rat that just continues swimming for like two hours when all the other rats just fucking dropped off after like six minutes you know and like i always look at that in terms of like psychology i'm like right well if psychologically we know that there's this rat that can literally just fucking outlast everyone because it just doesn't want to die i'm like they're the people we should be studying right if we obviously assume that like rats and humans because that's obviously what we're doing we're using them as a model organism so we have to make that assumption that this study holds true for humans as well or needs to be further studied within humans and we do know anecdotally that there are individuals that have survived fucking brutal brutal situations had various situations and we know that they've survived we know that they've persevered and i think that they're the people that we should be studying i'm like i want to know what the psychology of an absolute fucking savage is like someone that just does not give a fuck what is thrown their way right because ultimately i think that's what everyone should emulate towards you know like if 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 we had a society of everyone just being complete ruthless savages towards their goal like society would improve itself pretty quickly you know there might be some downsides because anytime you knock the pillars of society around or down you know there are some unintended negative consequences maybe we'd all be meaner to each other because we're just ruthlessly aiming towards that one goal whatever you know but on the whole and i'm looking at that i'm like if we had more people that were just 100% 100% they they'll go for their goal they are just they want to survive they're that rat that'll swim for fucking two hours when everyone else is dropping off at eight minutes you know so for me that's what that kind of too easy mentality is embodying you know that kind of mentality of in the research that you see of these people that will just push through the the barrier because I always think of it as well like if you look at if we do this like kind of reductionist view and we kind of separate the brain and the body right not not truthful but it gives us a good framework to kind of work with like when, when you're a we'll say a beginner to everything life training and whatever there's a point where the mind will quit before the body right see this in beginners where especially in the reps and reserve research where you'll see like someone who thinks their brain thinks, Oh yeah, that's two reps in reserve. And you'll see in the research, they get like fucking 12 extra reps, you know, when you really push them to, to actual failure. Right. So the mind is telling the body that, Oh yeah, Jesus, no, put it off here. Right. So at the beginning, like that's, that's very much the case. And some people never get past that where they never actually truly challenge their body. But, the body only has a finite capacity for growth, right? There is, well, 
I'm not going to say the brain doesn't, but we'll get to that. The body has a finite capacity for this, this growth, this ability to handle stressors, right? But the mind has a much bigger capacity. And you'll see this especially in endurance events where people's bodies are literally just completely quitting on them. They have like rhabdomyolysis. They have fucking completely shattered like fucking tibias. Um, their feet are in bits. Their muscles are all fucking pulled, strained, whatever the fuck. And their, their mind just won't let them quit. They're just like, no, I, I have to finish this fucking hundred mile race in the middle of the desert. I just have to. Like that's like, I'm going to keep pushing through even though my body has given up on me. You know, so the mind has that greater capacity for, to push further, right? And again, like I, I'm hesitant to say it's finite because, like, I don't know that. You know, maybe it is the fact, a fact that, like, the brain can this mentality, your your body's capacity to just fucking handle whatever the fuck is thrown at it. Maybe it's infinite. Maybe like people who believe that you know the mind created reality. Maybe they're fucking right. I don't know. You know, but. What we do know is that the, the, the mind, your mindset, your, that whole mentality, there is a huge potential to grow it, right? Far beyond what your body is able to handle, you know? So I just look at it, your whole overall lifestyle, your whole overall approach to life, like it, sh- it should be looking for growth in whatever areas you can find that growth. Like you want to become the best human that you can become, you know? And ultimately, I think that means you become the most resilient human that you can become. Like, as we said before, like you should be, or at least should be aiming to be the most dependable human in the room. You know, like if things go south, you want to be someone that is dependable in that situation. You don't want to be the one that fucking is a big stress head that just completely falls under pressure and causes everyone to be fucking killed because you fucking had you went fucking crazy with the stress and you just fucking, I don't know, blocked the exit because whatever, you know, like you don't want to be an individual. You want to be the individual that gets control of the situation, gets everyone to form a form, an orderly queue and down the fire escape out, you know, like that you want to be the dependable individual, you know? So that means that you want to have both the physical capacity to be that dependable individual, but also the mental capacity to be that dependable individual, you know? And that involves challenging yourself, pushing yourself towards growth. And I think that's kind of also what's embodied. Like you said, it is perspective. It's not like retrospective. Like it is a mentality of, it's a growth mindset, I suppose you'd call it. The, people like to call it these days where it's like these challenges that I'm facing, I'm going to come into this with the, the mentality that this is too easy. I'm going it, like, it's too easy to accomplish this. It's not even a challenge to me. Like, yes, it is a challenging situation, but ultimately all that's going to happen to me is I'm going to grow from this. You know, I'm going to push forward with that growth, you know? So again, that's mental, physical, all of that good stuff, you know? So to me, that's what I kind of take from it where it's like, it's a growth mindset that the challenges you're going to face, they're not going to ultimately disrupt who you are as a person, because what you're using these challenges for or to do is to ultimately better yourself, you know, and bettering yourself should be too easy you know yeah and and like i i think i think we often fail sometimes to take the lessons that we do learn from the gym and apply them to real life as in you know you can only grow through exposure and there are so many soft areas of people's lives that that they just don't even like consider you know like a, a, a very simple one is your ability to like converse with someone you know like that that's a very simple thing but you know especially like in a circle or or in a in a at a party or whatever all of those things are things that you can improve and that you improve through graded exposure much like you improve your ability to bench press you know and if you're like it's obviously like a fairly silly example but if you if you have the opportunity let's say to i don't know meet up with someone new let's say you talk to them on on the internet but you've never met them in real life you're real shy and you're like oh god i don't want to do that you're trying to think of excuses you could still apply that too easy mindset and be like yeah no it's gonna be too easy because all all that can come out of that are positive outcomes like realistically you're not gonna run up to the person and punch them in the face (laughs) it's not gonna be that bad (laughs) you know you might feel a little bit awkward You, you might struggle to make conversation or whatever but things are only going to get better 
You know, you, you can only get better from there. And that goes for like every soft skill in your life, whether it be speaking to your lecturers or being more assertive. I think that's a really good example of like just like asking for things when you want them, because very few people are actually like willing, willing to ask. You know, we were, we were, I spoke about the, an airport example already, but last, a few weeks ago, we were in, we were in Athens airport, me and Laura, and we basically weren't going to make our flight if we were not able to skip the whole queue of hundreds of people. And, you know, I was like, to Laura, I was like, yeah, we, we should ask you, man, you know, if we can just skip the queue because we need to, there's a, another aisle up there. We can probably go through it if we ask. And she was like, Oh no, 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 I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask or, you know, they, no, they, they won't let us. And it's like, like, what's the worst that can happen? He's, he's going to say no. So we, I went up and asked him and he said, Oh yeah, go ahead, get your flight. And we got our flight, saved us a few hundred euros, got there on time. Boom only positive outcomes you know and the fact that for me that's that's reassurance that the next time i actually go and do that i'm going to know that 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 option is available so i'm i'm going to be more confident doing that now you know so there's all these different like soft skills in life that 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 all integrate because you are you are a person at the end of the day you're a human within this like social structure and stuff you've got lots of things going on in your life that you don't you probably don't think about very much as in like you're part of a community you're part of a family you have to serve that family to some degree there's going to be you know times in your life where you're going to lose a a loved one and you're going to need to be the strong person and you're going to need to organize things even though you're mourning etc etc so there's all these skills that that we don't think about and having that kind of too easy mindset or that growth mindset if you will is going to help you to get better at pretty much like everything so to me like there's there's no alternative like i I don't understand the the victim mindset and the desire to complain about everything like it just doesn't make sense to me because i'm like like do do you hate yourself like do you do you want your life to continue getting worse and to and to never get better and to just feel sorry for yourself like you know you understand why some people end up in that position but to to advise and to comfort that mindset and to just to foster it by allowing people to complain and allowing them to wallow in self-pity. Like that's, it's just not for me. I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. And like you see this, like have, have played itself out in the psychology research. And like I give a lot of stick to the psychology research because basically it's fake science. <laughs> well, they have a reproducibility crisis where it's like only what 40% of it can be reproduced. Like that's not science. It's like 60% of the research is not. I think it might even be less, but I'm not sure. But yeah, like but if, if, if all large, the papers. <laughs> yeah, if a large portion of your research just can't be re- reproduced, I'm like, that you can't call that science. Like that is what that's one of the fundamental tenets of science. That I can do an experiment in my lab, and then you can do the same experiment under your lab conditions and get the same result. You know? If we can do that, okay. We can we can be pretty sure assured that there's something going on here. You know, maybe we don't have the final details worked out, but we know that this is a scientifically valid experiment, right? Or conclusion or whatever the fuck, you know? But if you can't reproduce it, you know, I'm questioning the validity of that science. Again, like with most things, that doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. That doesn't mean that you just go, oh, everything is stupid within that field, can't touch anything right? It just means that you have to be more cautious when you do approach that field. You're just like, okay, well, I don't know if this is one of the whatever six in 10 papers that is fake. <laughs> so I'm going to have to look at this within a, a very, you know, objective mindset and go, let me actually dig a little bit deeper into this research, you know? Um, but you can still, you can see how this played itself out in the, the, the psychological research where some people started propagating this thought process of like safe spaces are a good idea to deal with what we'll call it conflict, you know, where it's like there's, there's an issue or a thought or uh, a paradigm or whatever. And rather than actually exposing yourself to that, whatever, and overcoming it or understanding it, the, the thought process evolved where it's like, yeah, let's actually just take you away from that situation, put you in a safe space so that you don't have to look, think, hear, you know, it's like those monkeys. It's like, hear no evil, see no evil, fucking speak no evil, or whatever the fuck it is. And it's like, that's, that was a thought process. Like, just, go, oh, Jesus, completely take you away from it. Don't, you can't be exposed to that thought. You can't be exposed to that issue. And 
that was propagated. Even though before that they had, they, and they still do have lots of like very seemingly solid research on like exposure therapy being a very effective method of dealing with like conflict, with dealing with issues that arise in people's lives. And this is what like clinical psychologists use. They use, well, not all of them, obviously, but like a lot of clinical science will use clinical psychologists will use exposure therapy to help people overcome issues you know whether it's like i'm scared of going in elevators it's like all right let's slowly expose you to that thought first of all but then also the actual action itself you know and then hopefully over time again just like you would in the gym slowly expose yourself until you get to a level of strength to deal with that issue whether that's a fucking 200 kilo squat or getting in an elevator, like you slowly build up to it. You slowly expose yourself to a progressively overloaded stimulus, you know, and you eventually get to a point where you're like, okay, I can actually deal with this in my life. Now, again, we're not psychologists. Like, yes, I do. Unfortunately for me, read a lot of that research um, because I deal with a lot of nutrition stuff and man, I don't think you can, fully delineate the two well i can say all the stuff i want about the fucking nutritional biochemistry like at the end of the day we're humans like we eat food we don't eat fucking macronutrients or micronutrients like yes we do eat them but like if, if i just talk to my granny like that she'd be like what the, what the fuck are you talking about you know so we eat food so you have to talk about psychology around food around the individual etc and obviously we have a coaching practice. So understanding some, you know, basic psychological principles and understanding people in general does obviously help us get better outcomes with our clients. You know, so obviously that's, that's a, a very, that's something I pride myself on, like getting good outcomes with my clients. So I want to be the best I can be at that. And that involves reading the psycho, psychological research. But anyways, you'll see that. And you'll see how this played out over time where it's like they started then going, oh, safe spaces are good, blah, blah, blah. And now you're seeing the research kind of go like, yeah, no, that wasn't a good idea. No, that, yeah, all the people that we exposed to this idea of like safe spaces, it actually made them weaker, right? They were actually able to handle less stress, right? Because again, like this, this is how, like we have an adaptive response paradigm in the human body. It's like you respond to a stimulus and adapt. If you just take out the stimulus, you don't get the adaptation. You know, so taking the exposure away, while yes, makes you happier short term, potentially, it's not what actually helps you long term, because that issue may just then come around and come back to you another time. You know, you may be exposed to that another time. You know, so I would rather be able to deal with stuff because I've been exposed to it over time and again like this it's not a it's not a pleasant process just like getting stronger in the gym generally isn't a pleasant process where you have to kind of push yourself to be getting stronger over time you know sometimes you're just going to be in the gym be like okay just don't want to add another fucking kilo to the bar i just don't want to do an extra rep this is hard i don't want to be here and again like you have to look at the big picture of this overall process and realize that it, it, it does take time so that's what I kind of think that the too easy mindset mindset also encompasses in terms of you, you understand that exposure to a challenging stimulus is going to lead to your growth. And ultimately if that's what you want, which again, like we're arguing that that's what everyone should want. It should be viewed in a positive manner. It should be too easy. This is just going to be too easy to accomplish. It's, you know, it's like, yeah, it's going to be hard but if that doesn't affect me. I'm going to still experience this as too easy. I'm going to do all the stuff that I need to do to make this too easy. And that may, again, like you said, mean that you fail, you know, but that doesn't mean that you can just, oh, that's too hard for me. Cause which is one of the things I wanted to bring up, but things start becoming self-fulfilling prophecies, you know, like if you look back at the, the podcast we did on like words are magic, like, it kind of is true. Like the, the stories you tell yourself kind of become reality, right? What I mean by that is if you think something is going to be hard, it's going to be fucking hard, right? Um, like you'll see people do this all the time, like especially children. And it's, it's one of the things that really fucking annoys me. But you'll see it done to children as well. And they essentially give the child this mentality. For example, a child will come back and they'll say like, oh, I got a D in my maths test, right? 
and their parents trying to just like console the child and be like, oh yeah, that's just because you're not good at maths. You know, you're great at English. You look, you always get A's in English, right? So the child just gets this thought process where it's like, yeah, actually I'm just not good at maths. You know, maths is just not my thing, right? So then they go through their whole life thinking that, you know, maths is just not my thing and they get poor maths results. And that kind of leaves them thinking like, yeah, like this is true. Like this, this thought that I had was true, but that's not necessarily true. What, like what happened was you got bad results because you didn't work hard enough, you know? And again, unfortunately for everyone, we're not equal in how hard we have to work, you know, like the level of work you have to put in to be good at maths, maybe far beyond the level of work someone else has to put in to be good at maths, you know? And again, it's unfair. That's, that's the fucking world. Like, like you don't say it in other realms you don't go like oh well like again like i'm six foot five like i can reach stuff on the top top shelf because it's at eye level for me like someone who's five foot has to get a fucking stool and reach that stuff you know so like we all have to work at what we're with the cards that we're dealt you know so oh like that that always gets me where it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like you told this child that they're just not good at maths so they just stop being good at maths or they never become good at maths because they don't realize that their level of goodness is intrinsically linked to how hard they're working at that issue. You know, like, again, this isn't to say that that student would ever become like an A student in maths, but that doesn't mean that they would have to reconcile themselves to a life that they're just bad at maths. You know, like what a better way of teaching that child forward in life is giving it that too easy mentality where it's like, yeah, like you, you have the power to dictate how good you are at a topic or not. Like the reason you're good at English is because you like English. You study it. You actually do the work that's put forward. You actually spend time on it. You know, you, you have some natural abilities on it. Yes, but you, you actually work hard at it. You know, and again, that could be just purely true enjoyment because you're like, this isn't hard work. It's just work like, that I have to do. Again, like that's, it's too easy. You know, this isn't work. It's, it's just too easy. It's, I just do it. You know, whereas you brought that same mindset to maths where you're like, okay, look, I'm, I'm fucking awful at maths because I've always been awful at maths, but I'm just going to see how hard I can work at this. I'm going to see if I'm bringing this mentality where, you know, it's too easy. I'm, it's the exact same way I treat English. It's just, yeah, I actually enjoy this. You know, I'm, it's going to go, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to treat this like it is English and I'm just going to work hard at it and I'm going to see how that improves my grades. And fucking lo and behold, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and your maths grades go you know? Yeah, like, and we, we've talked about it before, like, in that podcast, you mentioned, it's, it, it happens all the time in relation to pain. And it's funny, because, you know, you've got all these elaborate explanations for, you know, how people get better, and, you know, the traits they need to have and stuff. And you can often, like, summarize them as being like, oh, yeah, people need to start thinking that it is, it is too easy a bit more, because, like, what tends to happen, like, you can think of this trajectory, and it's a horrible trajectory for someone to have to go down. But, Someone tweaks their back at work, right? They get all these people coming in, or all these people at work are like, oh, are you okay? Oh no, you hurt your back. You probably like slip, blew out a disc. You should go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Doctor's like, oh yeah, you're in agony. You better send you for an MRI. You get sent for an MRI. You have all these changes in your spine. You're told like, oh, you've got degenerative disc disease. You've got the spine of an eight-year-old, blah, 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 whatever else they say. Then you end up, you know, taking time off work to try and quote unquote recover um you don't you're inactive you cut down your activity you're not able to return to work you get on 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 welfare benefits while you're out of work you become dependent on those you end up with chronic long-term low back pain and and sometimes like worst case scenario like in the in the u.s it's a big problem you end up on opioids and then you've got an opioid addiction and suddenly you're out in the streets like with with heroin addicts like like that's it that's a genuine trajectory that has occurred with some people. Okay. You know, it's, it sounds extreme, but it's occurred with some people and it all starts with that trigger of perceiving that initial back tweak to be a really threatening event and thinking, Oh no, like this is a big problem. I need to get this sorted out. And obviously that can be beneficial at times. Like if you fractured your femur, you don't want to be like, it's too easy. I'm going to go squat. (laughs) Probably not going to work. Um, but what you see in that case with those people who have chronic low back, persistent low back pain long term, very disabled by it, the treatment protocol they, to try and get them back to baseline function tends to be that sort of like too easy mindset or the delivery of that in some way by getting someone to do something 
that they're afraid to do, that they think is too challenging, that they think they're not going to be able to do. And then they do a small bit of it, and then they get a bit better, and then they get a bit better, and then they get a bit better, and they eventually return to their baseline level of function. But it's all like a case of, of over, overstepping those, those psychological barriers that are, you know, your, your fear of movement, um, the perceived threat of the experience of pain, etc. So this stuff, like, like it's not like we're just pulling it out of nowhere to, to just make a, a cute soundbite. It's like it's actually very relevant to a lot of areas of your life. Like you talked about studying. You know, I talked about getting through an airport. We talked about pain, and um, obviously the gym, um, y- your career progression. It's relevant to a lot of things. So I basically see no other way out of this without at least trying to to adopt some sort of some sort of mindset like you don't have to go around saying oh it's too easy but personally i actually find it helpful i say it internally all the time um with lots of decisions that i make anything that you think is going to be like that you get you know you get that little anxious feeling you're like oh god i don't know about that you just have to say it to yourself then and then once you've done it you're pretty much always glad and and i've got that report from a number of clients as well and a couple of trainers in our facebook group who said they actually do say it to themselves all the time and it actually genuinely does help so so it is a case of one of my mates has a tattooed on his leg now literally two people have a tattooed on them yeah <laughs> it's too easy it's gas but uh this obviously like most things can be taken to extremes because like Gary said there like you can have this yeah. stuff personal, it's too easy and be like yeah everything's just too fucking easy and again that can descend into that we'll say negative thought process because it, it becomes toxic where you essentially have no no grasp of reality like Gary was using that example of like you like fracture your femur or something and it's like oh, it's too easy oh, I'm just gonna fucking go balls to the wall and this is especially true with all the stuff that surrounds pain where it's like you know it's really hard to give this generalized advice because there are nuances to this and like your specific issue may be dealt with through whatever method that you actually have to go to a physiotherapist you actually have to go you actually have to be on pain medication you have to do these things you know, and that's how you ultimately overcome that, you know. But to then, like, it, it goes both ways. It's like to then use that and to say, oh, that applies to everything. Or to then use our philosophy and say, oh, that applies to everything. Like both of those are wrong. It has to be this nuanced uh, thought process, this nuanced, like, conversation. And there's a right place for all of these thought processes given the situation. You know, like, again, like if you fracture your femur, just going, saying it's too easy and going in and squatting is like quite clearly stupid. Like it just, like that just doesn't make sense, you know? But again, you can be pushed down that mentality because you're like, oh, the lad said it's too easy. Exposure therapy, bruh. Like I'm going to fucking expose my fucking fractured femur to this squat. You know, it's like, it just doesn't, like that doesn't lead to the outcome that you, you ultimately want, you know? But again, like you, like, it does still come into play when you do have to go through those situations where, you know, you do your femur. It's like, okay, maybe you do have to be on pain medication. You have to be immobilized. You have to be fucking brought through surgery, whatever the fuck it is. You know, it's like, that's fine. You, you use the, the thought process that's needed. Then you use that thought process that I need. I actually need help right now. I need medical help. I need to be brought back to a certain level of function where I can start to adopt that too easy mindset where I can start to think that, yes. Okay. So I'm still keeping that too easy mindset in my mind where I'm like, yes, surgery is going to be too easy. Everything's going to be too easy. But as soon as I'm ready, I'm going to start exposing myself to the stimulus that is required for growth. You know, and again, like I'm talking growth in terms of that could just be growth back to your previous function, you know. So ultimately, that's how you have to look at this too easy mindset. It's like this, this can clearly get out of hand, you know, where you just have this cocky, I'm a quote unquote alpha, where I just fucking do whatever the fuck I want because I am fucking alpha and it's just too easy, bro. Like that's that's not what you want. What you, what you do want to have is a, a mindset that anything is possible, like anything is achievable if you work hard enough at it. Right. And again, if you look at the, the last podcast we recorded as well, you you have to realize that again, that doesn't mean that the time points line up with someone else's time points. You know, you actually have to realize that 
yes, you have to work hard. Yes, it's going to take time. But you have to realize that that time input might be far longer for you than someone else. You know, like you could be saying like, oh, I'm just going to adopt this too easy mindset with regard to money and be left thinking that like, this doesn't work. But again, you have to look at the, the time point. You might be looking to save, I don't know, fucking a million euro or a million dollars or fucking whatever. And be like, after six months, be like, huh, I only have 10 grand in my bank. What the fuck? This too easy mindset doesn't work. And again, like I think that goes along with what we were saying the last thing. You have to look at the, the bigger picture on overall your trajectory. Because again, like if you just go, okay, well, yeah, I just saved 10 grand in a fucking, I don't know, a month or whatever. Like, that's fairly significant or you made 10 grand in a month. That's fairly significant and you should be happy with that. And again, that compounds over time and accumulates over time and you see, start doing those habits and you start getting better at that, et cetera. And it all builds up to there. And again, this is not to say that this mentality just get, like puts you in the zone and makes you rich and makes you fucking massive and whatever the fuck else. But it is a, it is a, an extension of stoicism that doesn't descend into nihilism, you know? Well, hopefully, at least in my mind, that's how I, I kind of contextualize it. Yeah, and like the kind, of, the kind of final aspect of this that people, that probably have, we haven't elaborated on in the past, or at least for me personally, it's a big part of it, is recognizing that, like, not just like, not just saying like, oh, it's too easy, but recognizing that in general, compared to a lot of people on the planet and pretty much everyone in the past, you do actually have it too easy. As in, your, it's, it's gratitude, it's your circumstances. Your circumstances are actually more permissive now than they ever have been of you getting on in life. You know, your, your basic needs, most people listening to this podcast have their basic needs covered. You know, you're pretty close to higher up in the hierarchy of needs and kind of getting towards that, that point of you actually being able to truly become your best self. And if that's something you can only realize if you start to, you know, expose yourself to some degree of the harsher realities of the world through history and now, you know, because that, that's something that people often forget is like, they always think about history. They're like, oh, things used to be so bad. It's great to live in such a nice world now. Whereas like, there are lots of countries that are still under, you know, dictatorships and have 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 quite horrible society horrible places to live overall you know there's there's kids with with disabilities who spend their whole lives in orphanages and and they like they are humans just like you like they were born as babies just like you like there there's there's no difference there like this is this is circumstance you know um unless unless you are living like vicariously through your your um like ancestors you can't claim that, oh, you know, I earned this. Like, I earned to be born in Ireland. Like, like yeah, you kind of did if you want to take that perspective. But at the end of the day, you have to be grateful of that fact that, you know, I'm actually in this position. I'm ridiculously lucky to have the opportunities that I have. And that goes for most of us. Like, you don't have to be an upper-class Irish person to say that. Um, and, and then you start to realize that, you know, I have to actually appreciate that I do have it too easy. And that, that, that again builds into that self-fulfilling prophecy of, of thinking like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, your fallback is probably like, you probably have a home, you know, even if you've moved out of home, like you might have parents that you could, parents or relatives that you could drop back to if you really needed to, you know, you've got, you've got shelter there, you know, you've got, you've got money for food we've got, you know, you've got some social welfare to fall back onto if you want. Um, so like you, it's it's too easy going forward you know that that is what it is yeah like the, the barrier of excellent barrier for excellent has been moved down so so low you know like think about it again like you might have been the most intelligent fucking human being ever to walk the face of the earth but because you were born into a feudal society and you were just a peasant farmer you you were fucked didn't matter like you had no had no ability to climb that social hierarchy, that fucking life hierarchy, whatever the fuck. Just think about right now, all you need to have to be potentially a billionaire, right? But at least a millionaire is access to the internet, right? So if you live in a Western, westernized country, Western world, or any country in the world that has access to the internet, like you could be earning millions, 
right? So the barrier of entry is so fucking low, you know, like so, so low. And this, again, it could be down to uh, you make memes and you could still be making cash money, right? So the, the barrier of entry is so low. So to complain about it and think that it is too hard goes against the actual reality of the world. But not only that, it leads you down this pathway where you actually do find things too hard. Because again, like, like your brain does rewire itself. Like you are building, like they always say that, like what, what's it, uh, neurons that fire together, wire together. Um, so like the more you go down these pathways and the more you like have these thoughts, the stronger those thoughts get, the, the, the more like, again, it's the same way we're talking about that growth mindset, that challenge mindset, where it's like, I'm going to expose myself to these challenging things and hopefully grow from that. Like the more you do that, the better you get at doing that. You know, again, like we've talked about this before with nutrition and training, it's like, you know, people think they're going to get everything right from the off and just be like, boom, I have this, but you're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up lots. And that is part of the process. You know, you have to continually push through that and realize that that is part of the process. And over time, you will get better at it. And again, we've talked about this, especially in regard to nutrition, where people will be like, oh yeah, you don't need to track. You don't need to do whatever. And the reason they say that is because they've spent so long tracking and they understand nutrition. So it's the same thing with like, if you have these positive thoughts, this too easy mindset or these negative thoughts where it's like, it's too hard mindset. You know, if you constantly think things are too hard, you're going to start seeing things that are too hard and you're going to start believing things that are too hard. And again, it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're just like, yeah, I tried a little bit, didn't even put my best effort in, but you know, it is what it is, you know? So see you later, you know? Um, so I think that that thought process of it being too hard in this day and age, there's nothing that is too hard to do. Again, especially if you live in, you know, a, a relatively prosperous country. Like that doesn't mean, again, because like, whenever you start talking about this stuff, people automatically think you're talking about politics or fucking societal issues and fucking whatever else. But that does not, again, like we've said before, that does not mean that something that is completely not your fault is your fault. You know, it, it's still your responsibility though. You still, ha you, you are the only one that can bring yourself out of the situation that you find yourself in. You know, and again, this, this goes for the, the, the social stuff. Yes. But that's not the only application of this, you know, and this is not to say that like stuff like social welfare or stuff doesn't have its place. But like, again, even when people complain about that stuff and they're like, Oh, well, there's not enough money. There's, you're not getting enough money. You can never grow from this. You can never do X, Y, and Z. It's like, like I know people that are on the dole that literally use their whatever 190 euro from the dough, go out, buy a load of fucking weed and sell it and make profit. You know, <laughs> that's not what I'm advocating for, but I'm like, like this, people are doing this or people are using their dough and getting tattoos and stuff. It's like this, like there's, there's money there, you know, they're, they're able to buy the stuff that they, they want not and still have the stuff that they need looked after. But again, that's a, that's a whole different topic overall. Um, but yeah, I, I personally think this, this whole too easy mentality where you look at stuff and you kind of go, this is an opportunity for growth. And this is an opportunity for me to become a better human. And as long as I'm willing to put the work in, and as long as I'm willing to let this exposure to this challenge grow me, then I will be in a good place ultimately. I couldn't agree more. Do you have anything else to add? Because I know this is a, a quick one because we've already recorded one today and you know it's quite late for you. And it's I think we've covered the I think we've covered things like pretty pretty comprehensively. As in we're talking about, you know, that that three those three letters that you're gonna see in so many of our posts too easy. But but yeah, it it is you know, it is, it is a fairly basic thing when you bring it back to it. You know, it's probably, it's advice that your parents may or may not have given you or that someone at least somewhere along your life has probably given you to say that, you know, something as simple as like, oh, you can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it. You know, it's like all those things, like they're cheesy cliches for a reason because, you know, it's a good mindset to have, you know, and you see all those, you always see those comparison pictures of like, this is a closed mindset and this is a growth mindset. And you know, they don't just exist for no reason. 
and you while while there are some things that you can't change like you can obviously to some degree depending on how you how you believe in free will etc you can control you know how you think about different situations and adjust your perspective and hence adjust your actions thereafter um so yeah i see no other option for someone who wants to become their best selves than to look at every situation and recognize that you know or, or to approach it with that mindset of you know it being too easy to take responsibility of it and not to complain or wallow in self-pity for your circumstances um because i just don't think that that leads anywhere productive you know it's 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 it might make you feel like like your situation is justified in the moment, but it doesn't change anything in your future. And that's ultimately what matters. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I have uh, nothing else to add except for, again, like you can find more information on site, not necessarily about the too easy mindset, but may, well, maybe kind of, because we do obviously talk about applied nutrition and training and stuff, which given that we both have this mindset, that's how you're going to see things discussed. You know, we're not going to be like, oh, it's okay, just accept yourself at your 100 kg bench and you're done. You don't have to ever... Never get better. Yeah, like, that, that's obviously not what we're going to propagate, you know? So <clears throat> you can find us there. All the links are in the description. Um, again, we still have online coaching. Well, maybe we don't. I don't know. Maybe by now we've got them all fucking filled because it's going to come out in like two weeks. Um, online coaching space is available ebook hopefully will have release already one of the templates by now that we were discussing in the last podcast um maybe we haven't maybe it'll be another week who the fuck knows i'm probably going to be in crater lake right now in, and i'll be in Paris. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's where we'll be um yeah, i have nothing else to add except that it is in fact too easy Is there anything to add, Gary? Nope, it's too easy. <laughs>